Hey everyone, Rob and Ed back with you for another episode of the Commercial Relocation Happy Hour. How you doing, Ed? Hello, Rob Clark. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Hope you are as well. I am. Thank you for asking. We've got another podcast in front of us here. This is going to be a fun one. It's a topic, I think, when people see the title, they're going to be very curious and want to listen to what we have to talk about today, more specifically what you have to talk about today. I'm just going to kind of see if I can get the information out of you. So uh, the topic today is the most incredible marketing tool. And when people see that title, they're going to go, what in the world is he talking about, right? So I can't imagine you came up with this title and it's just something that everybody, well, let me say this, there's not a story behind it. There has to be some kind of story behind you deeming something the most incredible marketing tool. Rob, I wish I could tell you that I had this marketing tool when I owned my moving company, Peachtree Movers in Atlanta, which most of you know I sold back in the year 2000. I came up with this idea about 10 years ago. And uh, just like everyone else, I shop at Home Depot and Amazon online. And I noticed that most of the time when I buy from either of those two companies, they send me about a week later, they send me an email and say, hey, can you evaluate the product that you bought through our company? which I do. I enjoy doing that. It gets me feeling like I have some say in what I'm buying. And I thought about it and I said, I wonder if we could apply the concept to the movie industry and leverage it into a marketing tool. So that's how I came up with it. Okay. So right away, that makes me ask the question, what is it? You mean I have to share it with the public? It's it's called the mover audit form, but if I share it, then it won't be unique. So well, I'll that's tell you what, what we do here. We're, me... we're we're good at giving information for to people, right? That's what we're doing here. Okay, you All twisted right. my arm. You twisted my <laughs> arm. Well, here's how it works. It's really pretty simple. We suggest that you have pre-printed mover audit forms. That's what we call it. Mover audit forms have them pre-printed and what i teach my seminar clients in my iomi online office movie training is these are the questions you're going to ask the supervisor with the form every time a supervisor and his crew sets foot inside an office building so if you're doing a big move on a weekend friday night or friday night and saturday or friday night saturday and sunday Every time they leave the building, before they leave, they fill the form out. And if they have an origin and a destination, two different buildings, they'll fill one out for each building. But just so we have clarification there, if they did a move Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's going to be a form for Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday. So three forms, three audit forms for that move. Yes. And you'll see why when we get into it. Okay. And, of course, we do moves, as we know, during the day, during the week, where we might do a small delivery, or we might do a pickup, or it might be a move from one side of the floor to the other, or move from one floor to the other. So the form is to be used every time one of your crews sets foot inside an office building. Would you like to know how it works? That was my next question, so fire away. (laughs) We got ESP over here in Mississippi. (laughs) 
Well, the form asks these questions. Number one, were you courteous to the other tenants? Now, normally that's not necessarily going to apply to a move that occurs on a weekend. However, as I said, during the day, during the week, were you courteous to the other tenants that you encountered? For example, you know, make sure your crew didn't talk about the fun they had the night before or were not cursing polite. Okay. Number two, before you left the building, did you inspect the building bathrooms, the building bathrooms to make sure they were clean before you left? Number you're, three. I got to just say, you're, you're making me think movers might do something bad in the bathroom, Ed. Yeah, well, unfortunately, movers are notorious for throwing paper towels <laughs> into the toilet and not aiming before they fire, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, did you use extensive building protection, including matadors, to protect the lobby side entrance that leads into a swing or a passenger elevator to haul freight? the main entrance doors with matadors, and did you protect the carpet with polonite when you did the move? Number four, did you ensure that you did not block any other tenants' cars or service providers' cars in the parking lot? You know, I can think way back when, when we used to have not the tenant call, but a building manager after they complained to the building manager that your truck blocked us and we had to run to a meeting and we couldn't find the crew. And by the time we got them to move the ramp and the lift gate and the truck, we were late. So again, make sure that the crew did not block anybody in. So that was the form and they would check off and initial the tasks that applied to that particular move on that particular day, write the company name, the supervisor's name, the supervisor would initial each task that applied and turn it into the operations manager. Okay, that sounds easy enough, Ed, but I got a couple of questions that come to mind for me. One, you're trying to tell me, and I'll ask two questions, you can answer them both. One, you're just trying to tell me if you ask for act professionally in their building, do things the right way, property managers are going to recommend you? And two, what might be the bigger question for me and people listening, if you just give your, your crews a form and ask them to fill this out, how do you ensure they're doing what they're supposed to on that form? Two great questions. First of all, if all we did was have them fill the forms out and turn them into our operations manager, and they would go into his in basket, nothing would have ever happened. In other words, in time, the supervisors would have probably just rubber stamped or just checked off or initialed the tasks, whether they didn't, you know, whether they did them or not. So we had to make sure this relates to question number two, how do we get the building managers to recommend us and how do we get them to fill out the form? Correct? Yes. Okay. So we told all of our employees, that this is a wonderful tool that's gonna get them more moves to go out on. That means more hours for them. And if they work more hours, they're gonna make more money. So I gave them a WIIFM, what's in it for me if we followed these tasks and they had to fill the format. Because we told them, every time you turn the form in, we are going to mail it 
to the respective property manager or building manager at the building so that if you think you're going to just check them off and not follow up and do the right things that you said you did, you're going to get caught and we're going to get in trouble because we're going to send your completed mover audit form to each building manager 100% of the time. Okay. So that, that begs the question for me. When, when the, the uh, property manager would receive this in the mail, what, what in the world are they, you know, what's their reaction? What are they thinking about this? Well, believe it or not, we purposely did not send a cover letter with the form. I wanted them to be confused. I wanted them to be so confused that that would initiate or motivate them to make a phone call to the person who had his business card stapled on the form. So here's the completed form, a one sheet form. In the top left-hand corner, stapled at an angle, not perfectly needed, neatly lined up with the edges of the paper. I didn't want it to look like a brochure. I wanted it to look like, here's for your information. In fact, we put FYI that we wrote with a pen on the right uh, side of the form and on the left side at an angle we step stapled our sales manager's business card so how do you think what do you think when they got it do you think they were confused did they want an explanation they did yeah i'm asking the question myself here so i'm going to ask myself a rhetorical question we wanted them to be confused they were confused and most of the time the first time they received one of these forms they would call our sales manager and my sales manager had a scripted response when they called. They said, hey, you know, like, did you send this to me on purpose? Or what's this form? Did you send it to the wrong company or wrong person? Or, And my sales manager would always reply, no, we sent it to you on purpose because as certified office movers by the International Office Moving Institute, we're required to act like a guest every time we set foot inside your office building. In other words, we want to be invited back. So to make sure that we don't disrupt your building and disrupt your other tenants and make sure that we don't trash the building, we have our supervisors complete this form every time they do a job, a move in your building. I hope it's not bothering you if we send this to you each time, but it's the only way we can ensure that they are walking the walk and not just filling out a form and not doing what they're supposed to do. Is that okay? And they loved it. They did backflips. And I know this because, again, I didn't get to do it, but my seminar clients who've gone through our training, who use it, it's turned out to be a wonderful wonderful marketing tool you know they say in marketing rob you've got to keep your name in front of the prospect all the time so that not if but when they need your service who's going to come to mind you did you ever notice in the days when we used to get something called a newspaper that we bought or was delivered to our homes every day there'd be a discount tire sale, a big discount, a big sale running on tires that particular day. But if you really paid attention, you'd notice 
they had the same sale running every day because most people, when they got the newspaper and they went to the sports section where they usually advertised, they didn't pay any attention to the tire ads because they didn't need new tires. But one morning, let's say the husband goes out to get in his car and he notices that one or two of the tires on his wife's car are bald. Oh, he's got a problem. He's worried about his wife having an accident because of tire wear. So he happens to get a newspaper that day and lo and behold, for the first time ever, he sees <laughs> that the tires he needs are on sale. That has been Tuesday. running every day. On a Tuesday. Yeah, on a Tuesday. <laughs> there you go. So he see, aren't, aren't I lucky? So meanwhile, that, that tire company, smart that they were, were advertising every day. So that not if, but when the prospect was a, a hot prospect, he needed to replace his tires, they would, you know, the prospect would see the ad and that's how the sale was made. So again, by sending this audit out every day, Every time you send, every time you set foot inside of an office building, everybody wins. First of all, your movers will realize that if they are liked and respected by the building manager, he or she will recommend our company to the tenants that are moving in and out. And that means we're going to get more moves. And that means these movers will get more hours and subsequently make more money. You know, it, it wasn't uncommon in our, when I did have my moving company before I had this form, just to give you an idea of the power of the building managers. We didn't have this form, but we were loved by the building management people because we really did every, everything we could through training to minimize the disruption when we performed the move in an office building. And so many, many times I was, we knew, we found out that the building that the prospect was moving from, from and the building that the prospect was moving to, both property management companies recommended our moving company to that tenant. It was like a slam dunk. I mean, it was like verification, you know, validation, verification. I, I want to take it another step. I think within that building, it absolutely accomplishes that with that building manager but i think it also ed in today's world um building managers property managers facilities people they're friends with people in that same arena other building managers whether they work for a larger group cr uh, cbre or cushman wakefield or somebody like that or if it's just through you know ifma or, or boma and they're going to meetings when you know everybody talks about bad experiences we know that in marketing as well right do something wrong and they tell 100 people do something right and we hope they tell one um so when you're doing this and they're out and about and they're at these meetings and these get-togethers and they hear some of their counterparts talking about the bad experience they've had with movers we've seen it firsthand that's when we get recommendations from building managers to other building managers and we get those phone calls it's a brilliant thing that you're doing well, thank you. Again, the clients that I have that are using the form have gotten wonderful results because it would take a long time to go out and meet every building manager at every building. But think how you're blitzing the market. We did on average nine office moves per day at my moving company before I sold it. Nine visits. 
at a minimum, that was nine buildings. A lot of times, load and deliver two different buildings. It could be 18 different buildings per day. Those forms, if I had them then, could have gone out and blitzed the market and hit all these different office buildings all the time. And again, only on the first reception, only the first time they receive it, are they going to be confused? Like, you know, why are they sending this to me? But after they understand why we're sending it, every time when they receive it, they keep reminding that reminds them, hey, this is a moving company that cares about the building, that cares about the tenants and are trying to minimize my headaches as a property manager. In the meantime, how about the other service providers, the other moving companies to go into the building? They scratch the elevator frames, they tear the carpet, they stain the carpet, they trash the bathrooms. And then it's, you know this, in our industry, it's not uncommon when the building manager calls and complains to the moving company, they say, we didn't do that. We, we saw that damage ourselves or that bathroom looked like that before we got there. And so that's why this is such a powerful form. And it would bring a, a wonderful marketing opportunity to our listeners. But again, they got to really make sure they don't disrupt the building. Well, I'm, I'm going to I think it's a good spot here to give a little plug and I'll let you do it to IOMI. We mentioned it a little bit, uh, the International Office Moving Institute. And we talked about, you know, your seminar. I think it's only right that we, we take a moment and let them know, you know, they might be interested. How do they get in touch with you? What's it about? What does it do? Thank you so much, Rob. You know, I'm on a fixed income. I'm 76 years old now, so I need more clients, more customers. So <laughs> in addition to sending me your nickels and dimes and quarters to Reverend Eddie here, <laughs> if you'll go to office moves, O-F-F-I-C-E-M-O-V-E-S.com and you'll see we have our online training at a price that's affordable to everyone. We've really lowered the price. It's available for an entire year for all your employees at your branch 24 seven on any device, including mobile devices, laptops, notebooks, desktops. So check us out. If you have the opportunity office moves, M O V E S.com, or they can always call me at four zero four. Three five eight two one seven two four zero four three five eight two one seven two. Thank you for that, Rob Clark. Absolutely, but I want to I want to go a little further and say when you say it's for their entire crew, we're not talking just production crew. We're talking about all employees, whether it's dispatchers, whether it's office staff that do paperwork. Everybody in your office there's a part of this training in this seminar that well all of it's important to them but there's parts that specifically apply to each of their job functions thank you so much for clarifying that we have different tracks for different job classifications sales in-house customer service production Drivers. supervisors yep. you know yep. they're all different tracks and they're different times that based upon you know the job classification and one last thing they can pause it, go out and do a move, come back, pick up where they left off, just continue with the module. So it's really user-friendly. And we gotten a, a lot of great rave reviews about yeah. how and, wonderful and, it is. And it's hands-on. I mean, it's the cruise. It's how to load a truck, how to unload a truck, proper equipment, you know, all different kinds of things. So it, it covers, 
I mean, from point A to point Z of a move. It does. Yeah. How to supervise and how to control the customer. Absolutely. <laughs> so just wanted to throw that out there, Ed, as we're talking about this. We mentioned it a couple of times. I know some people are going to be asking, what is this IOMI they're talking about? So I thought that was important. So, Well, may, may I make one other sure. digression here? I'm, you were so kind to let me blow my horn. How about if you blow your horn? What are you doing as a, a hobby, as an advocation? Can you tell us? As a hobby? This well, is, as a hobby and as with your podcasts. Well, this is one of the podcasts I do, and I love doing podcasts. Uh, so I do have a couple of other podcasts that I do. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of cooking, food, most of us are, uh, wines and whiskeys, whether it be bourbon or scotches or any type of spirit. So I, I do a couple of podcasts related to that, which I have a lot of fun doing. One is called Food, Wine, and Whiskey in Your Own Backyard, and the other is called Bourbon rye not covering covering just uh bourbon and rye. i've got a couple buddies that we do a, a weekly show with that so if, if those things interest you there's two podcasts you can go check out and hear some fun content about food wine and whiskey well i like the food wine and whiskey you know as a former owner of a moving company my name's ed i'm an alcoholic <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> good all, ed we all had the drink in our day that's right <laughs> so what else did we have <laughs> is it bad that i'm drinking right now I'm, I'm sorry, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm what was that? We I got said, a is distortion it, is here. My speaker had a funny noise. I didn't hear what you asked me. I asked, is it bad that I'm drinking right now? Yeah, no, I thought you asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm just kidding. Um, getting back to our topic today. So we, we've talked about this absolutely incredible marketing tool. And so what you're kind of telling us is that you can take this tool, this mover audit, use it as a measuring tool. But it also has a, another purpose where it's, uh, it's, it's allowed you to use it as a, uh, a marketing tool as well. So you can control and make sure that your staff is doing the right things, but you're also being able to uh, use it to get your name out there and get some recommendation for, for other people to use your services. You said that so con succinctly and so well. There's nothing else like an ad. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, it's a great measuring tool so you can manage but it's an even better marketing tool it's unique it and, really is and I, I can tell you that you can try to come up with your own move audit tool but better than that i would say get a hold of ed get a hold of the iomi seminar and let him teach you not only this but all the other cool things that uh he can do to help you make more productive crews and uh you're going to be better pr procedures and, and practices and you're ultimately going to get more business in your market. So that's what we all want to do. Thank you for that, Rob. All right, Ed, another fun episode in the books. Hope you have a great week, everyone. All right, until our next episode of the Commercial Relocation Happy Hour, go sell another move. <laughs>